check one two it's your boy arizona verse with me my dude and co-host mm. soul Popo. hey motherfucker. this is the ibhm podcast but first things mm. first did you hear the story about the substitute teacher they gave brains to the 17 year old high school football player her first day on the job for unknowing audiences brains means head which means oral pleasures not the not of the kungalinga sorts either this is straight dick and mouth people dick and mouth yo oh god and, um, as the story fucking goes let me load this up mother Fucking. There's apparently what she was with a substitute teacher at that, or was she a I real know. teacher? Teacher, tell uh-huh. me this. I tell me I'm, this. I'm, I'm shell shocked by this 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 world that we live in. Uh, a 22 year old substitute teacher at mm. Options Public Charter School in DC. Options. This bitch some options. Are. She yeah, she did have some public an options. Audible, if you ask me, yeah. okay, but. Audible. She's been arrested and charged after after she allegedly performed oral oral sets on a 17-year-old male student, the Washington Post reports. So apparently the reported incident occurred during a school pet rally in the 11th grade grader secretly. This nigga captured it on video. He's like, yo, dome me up real quick, yo. No, that ain't my cell phone. No, girl, it's an airplane mode. Don't pay attention to that. Don't trip, yo. And uh, apparently, the uh, sexual encounter occurred. Uh, I can't fucking speak today. Occurred after an English class while students and faculty members were at the rally. The student later showed the footage to five of his teammates and a childhood friend. Um, <laughs> yo, childhood friend. <laughs> I, I, so, I like how it was an English class, but that bitch gave him French tongue the whole damn time. Ow! God bless it. But you know what? What's hmm. Her being so young, was she taken by the swagger of this kid? How much game oh, does motherfucker got to have? Because apparently uh, he's a you know foot call or high school football player, oh. and um, he asked her to have sex with him seven times because number seven is his football jersey number and his favorite number. So mm. got to put a God bless number. And honestly, we're, we're dealing with the intellectual right here. So I just I, I see where he's coming from. So. I'm not mad at the yeah. kid, yo. I mean, he took. I, I want to say, like a true football player, you saw, he saw the, the the gap open, and he went right for it, like teacher, teacher, motherfucker, teacher, teacher. What that mouth do? <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do it do? Oh, hot damn! So I don't know what's going on in the world, but yeah, this is happening. Mm-hmm. And, and this is this is the 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 question that we've been bringing up a lot is. Is this happening a whole lot more often, or has this always been happening? But it's just, just that there's more press of. coverage; it gets out more now. What is it? You know what? A damn defino, because Lord knows I never. This motherfucker never got some head by a motherfucking teacher. Would I have liked it? Nah. Would I have taken it up gladly? So it's hard to fucking say. But there is a lot of shit popping off with fucking with high schools and whatnot. And I know you had to have heard the. I think it was in Washington, the school shooting, and it wasn't. It didn't yes. seem like it was that big of a deal. But these kids were mad young. It, it, it was one thing for you know juniors to fucking finally take it on the fucking seniors that are picking them on them fucking lives. This motherfucker was a 14, 15 year old kid. Went after 14, 15 year old kids and shot two bitches square in the fucking head. They gave their names. Ow. There's something weird. I don't know if this was like a reservation land because they all had some kind of Indian sounding names. Young blood. But, uh, 
Yeah, some like that. Yeah, where there's a red skin in there quite a few times. It was fucking it was ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, fucking hey, dude, and. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I, I, mm. I haven't read the story. I heard about the shooting. I haven't read the story. I just clicked on the link and I plan on scrolling down. But before I scroll down, I'm going to do something that we as Americans are known to do. I'm going to profile and I'm going to ask you, was this school shooting done by a young white male? Mm. Oh, you're asking me? I'm asking no, you. Yeah, because I haven't Indian. even read it. Who is it? So it this is, is an Indian like a, that shot. This fucker looks like the dude who plays Jacob on, or is that his fucking name? Who, who plays a wolf dude on fucking on uh, Twilight? Like he looks like a, like a German Indian breed. Okay, you know I thought saying? the victims were Native American. So okay, there we go. So everyone just learned a lesson in profiling. Don't do it. Yeah. Because white boys do be shooting up some schools and shit, so I automatically assume, like, as soon as I heard school shooting, I'm like, oh, let me guess, little white kid on uh, prescription pills and shit. Yeah, he on some Prozac and and some (laughs) uh, some Oxycontins and some motherfucking uh, Zannies and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of everything, for sure. Um, And then there's another thing, too, and I actually meant to bring it up um, last time on the last show. It was... Some black dude got profiled for killing a fucking U, U of a University of uh, what was that Virginia Tech? There's, a, there's another fucking killing and rape in Virginia. Tech. I feel like we don't even talk about what? Virginia Tech no more. Yeah, this is this was like last week. I'll see if, oh. I, could fi- if I could find the the links. I know I saved it somewhere. But yeah, man, her name was Hannah Graham Widita. So naturally, I feel for my condolences. Ah, to, there we go. But uh, but yeah, it was a brother that was convicted, man. And uh, I forget what the fuck his name was. Um, Jesse Matthew. Anyways, they convicted him. He looked. He looked like a rapist. Which, uh, by the way, um, and oh God, I hope I don't get any, any oh, fucking profiling. I did man. hear something about this because yeah, they found the body. Yeah, okay. But um, what was, what was I gonna say? I'm gonna get me one of those 1980s fucking pedophile. Like this thing looks like he, he wears. A, he drives a van kind of glasses. And <laughs> everyone has told me to not get them. My sister said she would not introduce me to people. She said she won't be seen in public with me. Even the motherfucker who at the eyeglasses store was like, "Are you sure about this?" He, he had to give me a warning. Like, are you sure? Are you sure? Like, are you, you sure you want to do this? Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and so I guess we should start the show. I guess we're, we're mad and organized. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's where the explosion comes in, right there. You hear that? You hear that? And we hit him with the "It's your boy." Ow! Arizona verse. Yeah, and with me, my dude and motherfucking yo. co-host, So Papo. Yo, can I can I put it in? Little... Ow! Mm, mm, mm. And you still have a line? Oh, oh, yo! Oh. Um, I forgot to tell you, I'm black. And, He's Mexican, uh, mm. but you should already know that, and he should already know that. But this is a podcast about nothing in particular, just current events. Minus the bullshit. I put some bullshit in there. Hey. Check us out at ibhmpodcast.com for videos, photo galleries, polls, um, all kinds of shit. I'm building a selfie wall right now, which is coming out very interesting for those who, uh, uh, whether you watch the live show or not, I really don't care. As long as you guys are subscribed and fucking with us in any way that you guys do, we, we fucking love that. But while we're doing the show live through Google Hangout, we, we take mad motherfucking pictures like all day in like 
We have a lot you of do most, and I gotta catch up is what it is. We have a lot of pictures uh, uh, through these hangout uh, experiences that we go through, and um, building a selfie wall right now. So be on the lookout for that. It's uh, rather entertaining, but uh, very embarrassing. Y'all should like it if y'all hate us. Yeah. So if y'all <laughs> fuck with our fuckery, that's some more fuckery that you'll enjoy. And speaking of fuckery, follow mm. me on my main source. You like how I did that? Of yeah, social yeah. media fuckery, which is Tumblr, and that can be found at a different state of black com and you can also be my friend on facebook facebook.com backslash arizona verse bang bang now if you want to follow my motherfucking dude one of my motherfucking favorite people this wild motherfucker over here with the beanie with the motherfucking you look like you should be hanging out with like Ghostface killer or something yeah. that I, I don't know what's going on fish scales okay. in the building you look like r.a the rugged Made man right now mm. Follow my well, motherfucking my dude, <laughs> So Popo, yeah. on his main source of social media fuckery, which yeah. is which one of many is a Tumblr? So you can find me at soulpapo.tumblr.com. Once again, that's S O U L P A P O on anything. So if you were to find me on Facebook, my shit's private, but apparently you can still find me somehow or another. I'm getting in trouble some ways. Uh, just type in Soul Papo or Papo uh, 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 Dick Wright W R I G H T. So. Get, get a little yeah. dick in the air. That's oh, no, no, all, no. Forgive me. It's Papa Richard, right? But yeah, you, you know what the Richards stand for. Get a little dick. Come Government. Get, come get some dick. Yeah. And uh, real quick, um, I don't know how this show is going to go um, from a personal performance of, uh, of mine. Because mm-hmm. uh, I'm mad sick, yo. Got sick a couple days ago. As uh, you guys know, I got uh, two little uh, carpet terrorists, as I like to call them, <laughs> at home. And uh, that's uh, two children under the age of four. And um, as we all know, and and I love kids, but we all know this, that kids are germ magnets. And um, yeah, and so they brought some germs into the house and um, the whole house is sick. Skips is sick. We're all sick. Mm. And um, just like a nigga spreading that Ebola. So, you know, your boy ain't gonna miss out on one of these motherfucking shows because i love the people i love y'all and then and me and Papo, as much as we love one another and we we best motherfucking buds this is the only time we ever talk to each yeah, other yeah. <laughs> we're both so social and anti-social at the same motherfucking <laughs> time it, it is a wonderful awesome thing but uh so i woke up this motherfucking morning i got some cold medicine in me you know uh you boy get down with the medical and so I got some medical mm. in me. So uh, mm. I'm I'm a little all over the place today. So um, yeah, just I'm just I'm pre warning y'all. So speaking of pre warning, um, just in case you know you, you, this does turn into the Ebola, and, and you, you know somehow your kids are the seeds. Um, <laughs> yo, it's made its way to Arizona as it did in New Jersey, and they're taking shit seriously over there, bro. To where I mean they're they're which they should have been. They're quarant- they're quarantine motherfuckers on site. On site, I just sent I heard you. A, that was a, a rumor, so that's no. that's legit. Yeah, man, and some nurse, I think the one in Jersey, she was complaining. I don't know if it's uh, Bobby Christie or Christie for Thompson or something fucking with the first name last name uh, sort of combination. Um, right off on site, putting them in the fucking and little tents inside the hospitals, and she was just talking about how I mean, I mean, the the story of what I'm getting is the fact that I mean, it is kind of a. What is it like when they when they can when they can declare law martial law? You know what I'm saying? And they you got y'all got to stay in homes. Like I mean, the fact that we can well, just the whole police state. Yeah, 
I mean, and I guess that's, that's not that, but I mean, the fact that they can, you know, just kind of keep you, you know, in solitude. I mean, honestly, I think is the best I fucking did. But the fact that we're allowing these shits to come back, I mean, it's just, it's, it's an even spread. Shit's been out for, supposedly, this bowl has been out for 23 million years. I mean, it's just, it's been a contained sort of thing. So the fact that it's now breaking out, we're giving all this fucking attention. I'm calling fucking bullshit, man. And the just- thing that's funny with, like, all these diseases like Ebola and, like, swine flu and all this is, um, yeah, all these diseases, like, are already, like, here on the earth. It's just a matter of them evolving. And then as they evolve, they spread differently. You know, that's the whole thing, like, with Ebola. Everybody was freaking out. Oh, my God, Ebola's in America. Well, Ebola's not airborne. It's a little bit more difficult to get Ebola. So it's not like a motherfucker walk past you and cough and, oh, my God, I got that Ebola. Mm. It ain't nothing like that. You, you know what I'm saying? So when you're bleeding, you know what I mean? Be yeah, you got to let somebody tickle your asshole. So, I mean, don't pick up no prostitutes off of Craigslist right mm. now. You know, just hold off on all the spreading of the vaginal and, sure ain't trying to and, and the scrotum juices. Like, keep that shit on lock, not with strangers. Like, that's all I'm saying. But, um... It is funny, though, because uh, there's been so many fucking stories that's been coming out with this. And um, God bless African-Americans, because I'm sorry if we ain't the lost children of uh, what, what is the fucking the Moses story? The uh, where did the lost children of Israel or whatever? What's, what's the story? Um, they're exiled. They're exiled. And whatever. Just anyway, like, they put the dudes through shit. They put your neckers through some shit. It's African-Americans because, goddamn, if people don't find any reason to fuck with some black people, and this has been a fucking with black people moment, because now, like, every fucking African kid that's trying to get into college is getting fucking, uh, uh, they're like, no, we're not allowing kids from Africa right now. And there was one where it was somewhere in Texas where they refused to let, I forgot what country the kid uh, was from in Africa, but they refused to let the kid come to their school but the kid like in the terms of uh in miles within africa it was like over 2400 miles away like it was that far from where the ebola is in africa and they were showing how france is closer to that country than this other dude from africa so they were like if you guys are looking from a mile radius are you guys going to ban french students and spanish students and all that because they are closer to that country that uh ebola the uh sierra leone they're much closer than this other country in Africa, but no motherfuckers is just like, oh, you from Africa? No, nah, I can't even fuck with you. You can't even come in my store right now. It's damn, is it hard to be black in America? Once again, thank you, Barack Obama. Because you know it's that nigga's fault. We, I mean, we never had it good. There has never been a decade span where niggas had it good in America, but god damn it, has it gotten worse since Obama's been in office? So. Not saying that that was his plan, but goddamn, he said you want to bring some hope and some change, and he's and we we getting close to Jim Crow, y'all. <laughs> we we bringing a whole lot, of it. whole lot of it, yo. So I'm not too sure. Are we gonna are we gonna bust quick nuts and do a lightning round? Or are we just gonna slug it all the way through? What should yeah, we? Yeah, I guess we this motherfucking lightning round. I told you, dog. I'm mad, like drugged up right now. Uh, see, this yo, is my I'm time like, to shine, and I'm not giving too many fucks. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> Um, if, if we could do a quick little, but we got we got to do the intro though. How do oh, we I think it's, fucking... I guess it is about that time uh, for the lightning round. Quick nuts, quick nuts. Ow! Quick. Oh, I got a little oh bit more dribble left God. in it. I just saw the link. Okay, <laughs> all right. Let me start off with saying, um, 
Oh, with all this PA nonsense of just have or politically correctness and just wanting to do right and, you know, have it be about the people, not just catering to just the fags who want to bitch and complain. Um, rape, t- uh, just of all sorts, fucking from pedophilia to just all around straight up savage win the fucking East and we can gangbang you and then kill you afterwards because you're a whore and everyone saw you be a whore. Fucking... Um, Honey Boo Boo, which was, I think, evolved from, like, was it ta- ta- yeah, Toddlers and Tierras? And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? For all those... And I despise that show. Honestly, it's mad funny, though. It's so redneckish. It's so terrible. Yo, Skips used to watch that show, and if there was one show that made my blood pressure rise, it was Tierras and, and Tierras or whatever. Oh, those fucking... Bitches trying to live vicariously through their daughters because their daughters are much prettier than they ever were in their life. Oh, I hate that fucking... I hate that shit. And so then, yeah, so I've seen a couple of those. And then, yeah, oh my God. But also, you know, Honey Boo Boo did bring something uh, to to my attention that I did enjoy because I was very much against uh, reality TV because I I think that uh, minorities are portrayed in stereotypical ways through reality TV and I was very happy to finally get some white trash on uh, on (laughs) fucking reality TV so shouts out to Honey Boo Boo for breaking down them barriers well because you see that fucking uh just i mean how yeah they'll fucking they'll put everyone on blast and i'm and i'm happy for that i'm glad this this is why i'm a racist because i equally hear everybody and everyone's equally fucked up and retarded <laughs> and uh back well back to the honey boo boo shit the one and i forget what the dude's name is but pretty much the boyfriend of um of the mama of honey boo boo i forget if his name's pumpkin or if it was some other show i don't know if this is a new cat suppose it's a cat that's been around for fucking 10 years because this dude <laughs> apparently is a registered sex offender and he's actually oh, trying this to is the new dude that she's dating yeah and apparently what's so oh, i up- did not date him shannon said in nearly three minute video which had more than 5800 lights and more than 1100 shares from the yeah whatever yeah. Uh, I would not ever, ever put my kids in danger. That is my past. I have not seen that person in 10 years, but boy, did he used to put it down. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no. I added that last part, mm. but yeah. Well, pretty much he did some fucking fine. I guess it was to one of the fucking sisters, one of the older ones. Can we say it's right anymore? Right? Fuck no, because that was 10 years ago, motherfucker. This bitch was Honey Boo Boo's age. And um, I don't know why, if he's back in the picture, but they're canceling it because of this dude. Which I can understand if he's currently with them, he's currently living with them, he's currently around. And obviously that shows that you're not giving two fucks and you're allowing these uh, people to be victimized even more so. So I'm not too sure, did they just pull the trigger to get have a reason to cancel this motherfucker off? Or were they really trying to stand by the kids? Because if they're canceling the show, it's kind of... I mean, you're kind of letting touch... You're letting go of them. You don't know what the fuck's going on with them. So if they were, if something was popping enough, we now don't have video coverage to fucking prove it. I personally say that they dropped it because probably the ratings dropped or the a big advertiser uh, was going to pull because corporations don't give two fucks about anything <laughs> that's the reason why shit is all fucked up because corporations are the with the like we were talking about the last episode with uh, my motherfucking bro uh nil the um citizens united act and with all that shit you know corporations run shit and they have no fucking conscience so they don't give a fuck about them kids but they give a fuck about this money and they somewhere around that whole scenario they were losing money and that's the reason why they backed out so that's just my opinion i don't know well yeah but speaking of uh sex offenders ooh, maybe i went a little too far 
what's going on with Tyga and Kai? Uh, what's her name? Kylie Jenner. What's Whoa, her name? Kylie. He's he's in Kylie Jenner. No way. She's one of the cuter baby Kardashians. I forget. Is this the bitch with the fucked up eyebrows or is the even younger one? I think it's the younger one. This is the 17-year-old starlet who was recently returned from a trip to Europe with her rumored boo, Tyga, 24, but was less than forthcoming when when questioned about him by photographers near her home in Calabasas. Uh, Kylie wearing shorts and thigh-high boots covered her face with her hands as she ran errands. And so, yeah, they uh, there was a rumor. Like somehow that. they She's in thigh-high boots and some fucking little booty shorts. I'm going to cover my face. I can't be seen out like this. You dumb bitch, you dress that way. This shit is funny. Um, Cause uh, yeah, the rumor as the rumor is going, and once again, this is all rumors. We TMZ in this bitch right now. Uh. But um, the rumor is that uh, they went to Europe to get it in because um, you know there are certain like that age of consent is kind of different around the world and so maybe they went somewhere so he can beat it up real quick and uh, they wouldn't be able to get mad because just like shouts out to the boy Childish Gambino he was like he met this fly Latino hope that she 18 though if she not I'll say that I got deep throat in Heath Row which is a uh, place out in London where you uh, the consent age is like uh, sixteen or something like that. So if you got dome from a from a seventeen year old tiger, just go ahead and head over head over there. It's Heathrow. legal, be right. and that's what motherfuckers complaining about whether it's skeet, legal skeet. or not. Not the fact that there ain't no goddamn consent given, but hey, that's just I mean, like I told you uh, the story, and I, I keep oh, I keep bringing it up because this was such a wonderful book. But uh, shouts out to Christopher Ryan and Sets at Dawn because you learn a lot about how Sets is viewed completely different in all kinds of countries and cultures and religions and just all around the board. And uh, I'll never forget the story about the it's it was somewhere out in Asia, and the legal consent to start getting it in is fourteen, and they put the fourteen year old girl in the back room and the back room goes out to like an alley and so she could have older men come over and they could come in and get it in with her but the but men aren't allowed to stay for breakfast to come in the living room for breakfast in the morning so once the chick comes 14 she can suck and fuck all she want to they don't care just don't bring that shit into the house and so it's just fucking in burn. and then America's all fucked up cause the fucking Puritans and the Pilgrims and our belief in you're not supposed to oh, have Bobby. sets and no you're supposed to bust your nuts yo that's what you're supposed to do and sometimes because life doesn't put us in in, uh, in situations where we get to meet all these lovely people most motherfuckers will, will try to go online and I, I'm definitely aware of that just because I done seen some shit my boys done got caught in some whirlwinds and, and also I'm just afraid of being fucking screenshot cause you know we do it for the screenshot people what is it called lemonparty.org or wait oh never mind. <laughs> I don't know you're talking about the, the conservative shit no ain't that what's that there's that one I wanna call uh, I wanna d- yeah I think that's the name of it but you go to the website I think it's lemonparty.org and it just pops up I'ma see I'm gonna bring it up in the background. It just pops up with a swinging dick. What? You ain't never seen that shit? No. Lemon Party. I think it's dot org. We're being such a lemon party figure. Oh, wait. This is disgusting. I forgot. Yeah, it's a whole lot more going on on this site. It's uh, some old gay men having an orgy. And, um, 
mothership. I thought it was. What the, what the fuck are we? Closet Republicans? Why are you bringing this shit up? Yeah, I'm bringing that up to uh, say that uh, apparently religious conservative states search for more sex. And so, um, fuck is going on with that, yo? <laughs> it says I, that apparently I, I states with higher levels of religiousity and conservatism seek out more sexual content on the internet, according to a new study. Psychologist Kara Mc, uh, McInnes and Gordon Hudson of Brock University analyzed internet use data in 2011-2012 with Google Trends, specifically measuring the search volume of the term sets gay sets porn et 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 free porn gay porn <laughs> i must say first off those are some of the wackest fucking search terms i've ever seen like y'all got to get a little bit more original than that like how about like they're trying to get right to the source though like I mean, you got to get more specific like mature gangbang or uh chubby chasers or ugh, i don't know <laughs> so, think what else uh, it just it, it goes to show man and, it, and it's so fucked up because it i don't know how to carry myself man like like i was telling you i was talking to a, to a friend of the family and uh you know i know what i'm known as i know what i'm seen as so even before so, so that kind of just lingers over me like like just like this fucking bad side, side passenger however they called it on dexter and a dark side passenger and I want to do so much right. Like I remember, there was a the situation where it kind of come into a, a halt, and I, she had her she had the seatbelt on. But you know, if you drink it too fast, that's the only way that it'll react. So I kind of I go to to do the the mommy, you know, cover up, and I start thinking like, okay, no, I, oh, shit, I want to grab her boobs. I can't do that. So I, I swing down, yeah. which then just puts her on her fucking lap anyway. I'm like. Ah. And luckily, she she took it for what it was and said, oh, "Thank you for protecting me." I'm like, uh, and then it, me being so guilty, I'm like, um, um, "How about some to, dick?" I was, no, no, I was like, should I, should I, "I'm trying not to grab your boobs." I'm sorry. And then we went into religion, and it was awesome. But yeah, fucking a man. I don't know what it is. I think the the the, the religious craziness just it, it ends up fucking. It's a double edged sword, man. And all fucking thing is, you can't do a tam ting. And apparently, there's a immense 2011 Gallup survey of 350,000 people supplied uh, those values. And religious uh, osity was gauged by the percentage of very religious individuals within each state and the percentage of individuals considering religion an important part of their daily lives. And, um, yeah, it was a strong link between a state's level of religiosity and the search volume for gay sets, gay porn, and sets. And this goes back to my same argument I have with the issue with the Catholic Church. And it's not that there's anything wrong with Catholic people. And there's not anything necessarily individually wrong with, like, the, the priests and the Vatican people and all that. I think what it is is the culture. It's this culture of let's pretend like we're not sexual creatures and let's pretend like we're higher and worthier than thou and we keep sets to ourselves. And that's the reason why every time like these church things come out when this guy's having sets it's always like a lot of it it's not always like oh this pastor cheated on his wife twice it's like oh this pastor 
fucked half his congregation and gave them all HIV, or this pastor is going around fucking all these different boys in the ass, is because them this pent up religion uh, or sexual aggression. Because we as humans, you need to release the sexual tension. The Egyptians knew that, and they they felt that sex was of a higher power, a higher level. Like there was the chakras and the meditation. There was supposed to be some way where within meditation and orga- uh, having an orgasm at the same time is supposed to take you to a higher level of consciousness or something. I'm trying to perfect it. I'm just saying. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, sometimes you just and, and that's what's what's so fucked up is that you're put in solitude, you're confined and I mean that's why motherfuckers will rape dudes and draw titties on their backs and do it as a as a state of dominance. Um, it was actually funny too. I was I was kicking it with um, with people from from the shelter, and they're talking about how you know during prison time, motherfuckers will straight up fuck dudes to show. They say it's to show dominance. It, it ain't about being gay. It's about saying, "Hey, I'm that dude. Don't fuck with me. Yep. I will fuck you." And to do so, I will need to lay down a cartridge. Uh, uh, what the fuck am I trying to say? Carnage pathway. And I don't know what, why we gotta touch on people and why we gotta do that. And I just, and I start thinking like mentors. So obviously, priest is a fucking mentor. And then I'm starting thinking, yeah. you know, then thinking musically. You know what I'm saying? Michael, you don't know all this shit. Michael Jackson, none did. And, and I start thinking about R&B and fucking uh, Usher and h- him being uh, Justin Bieber's little mentor. Maybe that's why he's acting out. Maybe he's tired of all the fucking all the all the butt grabbing and all the fucking all the slapping <laughs> of the skin. And I started laughing because then I found this article about uh, Usher telling somebody that uh, when he's when he's pissed off at Beeper, he'll try to punch him in the fucking t- chest and tell him to quit being a bitch or something like that. I'm like, that's, that's funny. It's kind of rough. Kind of rough. Yeah, and, and then and then the, then it said dot 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 because it was because they're you know they're paraphrasing his ass. It says and, and I'll hug him and kiss him when he needs it. I'm like. Okay, if that ain't if that ain't Birdman and Little Wayne, yeah, like Birdman and Wayne, are you guys kissing like that? Mm-hmm. Fucking yeah. wait, and Bieber's only twenty. Twenty, I think it's twenty-two. No, no, it's twenty. Well, this article, well, this article published October twenty fourteen, and it says Usher has been Bieber's mentor ever since he was discovered on YouTube by manager Scooter Braun at age thirteen. Now that the baby singer is twenty, their relationship is more man to man now. Mm-hmm. Ooh, look this he up. Is this nigga only twenty? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, maybe. If you think about if so, it, so I'm not think- as mad as at him for fucking up and shit. Hold up. <laughs> Yeah, he's only yeah. 20. This bitch yeah. ass nigga was born in 94. Oh, I don't give a fuck yeah. about Bieber. I thought this nigga was like 24. I'm like, why he's still wilding out, yo? This nigga 20, yo. He's young, man. bro. He is young. So man, it's kind of like, get that money, I'm man. Mad Beat, skeet, skeet, skeet. Man, right on, but, man. Justin Bieber, my dude. Now, I thought he was older <laughs> than 21. Now, next year, I'm going to start getting critical on that nigga. But right now, 20, nigga, skeet, skeet. Yeah, he is. Oh, I, I thought that nigga was older. Did I ever show you the screenshot? Or I think it might have been on one of the World uh, Star videos that you had shared with us, where he was tagging, and it was like he was tagging like a monkey, and it was and it was pretty fucking obvious. It's you know it's, it's a hood ass monkey. So I don't think I saw about a hood ass? Uh, no, I have a screenshot of my desk. I'm have to find it. And I'll send it to you. I, I don't know how the fuck I can do. I wish I can just drag and drop. This shit don't work like that. And speaking of dragging and dropping, um, did you hear the story about the man who faked being in a coma for two years to dodge court? That's commitment. I'll say that. That's, That's commitment. commitment. Now, um, <laughs> apparently Yo. his wife would drag and drop him to the locations that she needed to. 
So uh, shots out to them for that. But um, Alan Knight faked being quadriplegic and pretended to be in a coma for two years. This motherfucker is shown in like a medical playpen at home and he's all wrapped up with a neck brace and shit going all in his nose. And it says that uh, this 47-year-old who claimed benefits for a spine injury that he claimed caused him seizures, leaving him in a a comatose state, coined his pensioner neighbor out of 400,000 whatever euros, I guess, over two years and used the money to go on shopping trips and holidays. Uh, He was caught on CCTV shopping in a supermarket and driving his car. Now, yo, this is the shit right here. Wait, I got to share this screenshot, yo. Peep game, yo. All right, for the people watching live, yo, Peepa's wife, look at that look of concern on her face, yo. <laughs> look at his wife. Yo, she was in on the scam, and she pretended to care for him in a hospital and pushed him around in a wheelchair. Look at that concern. Like, I hate my life. <laughs> oh. She's oh. like, she, she's like, oh. she's like, do you know how many times I have to wash his ass? Oh, when he do shits you- on himself, I have to clean that. I do. Do you know how it is to suck a dick when it's flaccid? Why I do it, I don't know, but I'm his wife. Oh, I'm trying to wake him up. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, it still has a thump in it. It still has a thump. Oh, I don't shit. know. Fucking A. But, uh... So, so how did he finally get caught? Did you say that? Bless you. How, how, did he finally get caught? What was the deal? I said, God bless you, nigga. Did he get caught? How oh, my bad, homie. Caught? Uh... So, yeah, apparently, oh, yeah, he got caught on CCTV, and um, he pled guilty to theft and forgery, and, uh, <coughs> God bless. damn it. I said God bless it. Oh, I told you, nigga Matt's sick, but I'm here because I love y'all. Mm. But, um, mm. yeah, so the nigga got caught, so, uh, shouts out to him. How do you get through that for fucking two years? How do you trick motherfuckers for two years? Like, come on, man. I don't even know how to fake to get fucking unemployment for two months, let alone fake that nigga in a coma for two years. Shit. Obviously, they don't do checks, and I wonder how often they do if they give a heads up. And if so, it's like, motherfucker, get back home because they're coming. I don't know. But um, But that's awesome, though, shit. Like, Like I said. People, people get in the system, and honestly, I've tried just leaving jobs because you know what I'm saying. That garnishment ain't no joke, bro. Man, ain't no joke. I'm telling you, you gotta get on that bankruptcy, yo. Make mm. all your problems go away. No, it's fucked up too because <laughs> I, I talked about that. Like I filed bankruptcy because of stupid fucking my that et fuck her. But um, that whole situation, that cunt of a whore, and um. But it's funny because, yeah, I filed bankruptcy, you know, got my shit back together and all that. But um, that doesn't clear up fucking student loans. And, like, your boy is trying to make it through, man. Fucking, I'm trying to increase my salary because maybe then I could pay Sally Mae. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm You feel what I'm saying? Shouts out to J. Yeah. Cole for that yeah, one right there. But uh, student loan is a bitch, y'all. I've been paying this motherfucker since, like, 08. And it don't look like I'm going to ever be done paying this bitch <laughs> off. So it, it don't help that I'd be skipping payments along with it. Yeah, it don't hey, help that I, you know? that it's on the, the bottom of my bill 
uh, you know, priority list. Because you know how niggas do when we live in check to check. You get mm. that check and you do the math and you like, wait, hold up. If I'm going to eat for these next two weeks, one of these things ain't getting paid. Hmm. I need rent. I need some gas in the car. I need electricity. Uh, yo, fuck that student loan payment. I'll get mm. to y'all niggas next month. So, you know how it is, yo. Fuck yeah. Sally Mae, yo. I, I will say a quick shout out to CenturyLink for letting me be so many months behind in my payment. And I just give a quick, a little sliver of it. I don't keep the juice going. Thank you. It ain't the fastest shit, but I'm pretty fucking thankful. <laughs> and that's why next week uh, there's going to be no IBHM podcast because uh, the they're going to shut your internet down and shit. Oh, there's no. going to be no hangout for you. I'm there's no hangout for you. I'm going to go to Big Mama's house if I need to. I will Ow! get the shit done. I will because I have a, a, a fucking fiery angle and hatred and old fashionedness of uh, of the East. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I did want to, I did want to bring up um, a quick little thing, and I'm and I'm not too sure if we're doing slow nuts now. If we still, uh, I think we're pretty much done with the lightning. You know, lightning always turns into fucking into just thunder, and, and we just turned out that, that that we gassy and shit like that. Um, but I did want to bring up um, just how. Things are blessed, and they just other sides of the spectrum, man. They just they really really fucked. And I know I got upset when um, and yeah, I told you I can I made made a little light joke of it earlier about how you know they will fucking should have gang rape a bitch, do it in the middle of the fucking town so the whole world can see right in front of daddy, and then daddy gathers that same lynching mob that was raping her to yeah. hang her for dishonoring the fucking family. And there was this girl out uh, somewhere I ran, and forgive me for not knowing the exact location, but we just we call I ran for what it is. She was a 26 year old uh, uh, interior designer, apparently, and um, she had gotten raped by I forget what the dude was. I'm not sure if it was equivalent to uh, uh, some kind of officer of some sort. And because he died, they wanted to kill her. Obviously, when she committed murder, but if she didn't do shit, obviously she would have just ended up being another fucking body off to the side, and you know would have been long and forgotten. Yeah. Now, I'm surprised that they're actually giving shit trial. Normally, I don't hear shit like this, but I mean... Yeah, normally they just fuck a bitch up. Yeah, but they're actually doing that shit. So we'll see if, if, if people actually... If we can quit being pieces of shit and see if they actually can put a stop to see if, the, if it goes on. She And her only plead, and it wasn't even to, to save her life, is because she knows that she's fucked. And her only fucking plead when she gave her, her, her one and only statement was to not let her organs go to waste and that she wants to donate them. That was her only fucking thing that she requested. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? Like, I don't know. I mean, and there's all the motherfuckers there that are being hanged for being publicly gay. And, and I don't know if I ever showed you. And actually, I think I have the link from somewhere. There is some some uh, family out there. You know, because obviously people live poverty poor. But some motherfuckers be eating out there. And yep. that, and some these one people had did um, a video. I'm trying to remember what the video was. It was to Happy. And they have a, they're kind of famous on Instagram. Uh, fuck, I forget what it's called. It's pretty much the the rich of, and it names the city of, of what that place is in Iran. But pretty much it's all these motherfuckers just looking totally fucking gay and hipster, dance, uh-huh. you know, uh, lip syncing and happy. Honestly, when I saw it, it fucking annoyed me. And straight up and down, I thought to myself, these motherfuckers need to be lynched. Like, they, need to be, they need to be fucked up. And that's what actually ended up happening. They ended up getting fucking Take them lynched. Off the oh, I'm not yeah. surprised. And they, they ended up fucking shutting down the, their Instagram, which I can't believe they had the fucking power to do that. Yeah. And yeah, for showing the rich side. So I'm not too sure if it, because it, they because they act too westernized, I guess. And that's the biggest thing too when they get mad at women or when they get mad at kids or the youth. It's because they seem to so westernized and so much 
pretty much stupid as fuck as we are. And motherfuckers get hurt for shit like that. Yeah. And that goes back to the whole thing. There's a lot of, and once again, it's not to attack religious people, but there's a lot of religious institutions that don't practice what they preach. Like they tell motherfuckers, hey, y'all are supposed to act like this. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to do that. But meanwhile, these fucking brats in the harem is uh, getting it in and living like fucking Americans. And it's funny because um, you bringing up the story earlier about the um, Iranian woman being hung and all that. Um, it reminded me, I came across a story. It was on the Huffington Post. And it says that the U.S. is home to nearly one third of the, of the world's female prisoners. Now, the U.S. has a serious female prisoner problem. According to the International Center for Prison Studies, there are 201,200 women incarcerated in the U.S., almost one-third of the world's documented female prison population as of 2013. Now, it shows a little graph and all that. Naturally, I'll share this so you can see it, too. Um, Yeah, so America has 8.8% it shows Mexico at 4.5% Brazil is 6.9 uh who else Russia is pretty high with 7.8 um yeah but anyway what I find and actually I don't even know oh percent of the prison population for that region okay yeah because I was like the U.S. is way higher so the U.S. is in uh 200,000 there's uh the closest one to the U.S. is China which is at 84,000 now what i kind of find funny about this because like a lot of people may hear this story and oh my god that's so cruel that americans are incarcerating more women than any other country and i say no this is just showing you that america's putting them in jails and a lot of these other countries is hanging these bitches that's the reason why there's so many female prisoners in america because you can't hang a bitch like you used to but in some places they still in the middle century so they hanging bitches and they hanging gays and they hanging every motherfucking body so i think this this stat is a little off i don't think it paints the whole picture so let's uh, let me know the percentage in these other countries of how many of these bitches get hung when they uh talk back to their husband and let's throw those numbers in let's balance this out and see who has it the hardest this is a first world problem mm, fucking a so yeah that's the last lightning round finger i had so getting away from the lightning round and getting into the more seriousness and the more serious topics and getting away from first world problems because goddamn, do we have first world problems let's talk about the world papa what about it let's talk about the world through the eyes of drugs let's talk about drugs papa because you know your boy arizona verse likes to talk drugs and i like to talk about the war on drugs i like to bring it back to my childhood as you guys can see i like to read a lot let me uh go ahead i got a book collection in the back let me go ahead and bring this up for you so the fine folks can see these are my current reading lists i got the secret teachings of all ages by your boy manly p hall got some crazy shit in there and then of course your boy is eventually going to finish this but I got the, yes, yes indeed, people, the Gnostic Bible. Look at, the, this is a legit Bible. Look at that, yo. You see them pages? Y'all mm. think that is, yo? You see the girth on that on that Bible, yo? Gnostic Bible got fucking girth. But anyway, say all that to say that uh, coming up as a, a shorty, when uh, I was in high school, I used to smoke. I used to smoke trees, yo. And um, 
I've never been one to do anything without a reason. And um, so, like, I started smoking, but I was like, yo, if I'm doing this drug, I want to learn about it. So I went to uh, the library. Shouts out to South Mountain High School, Jaguars. See the tattoo on the bam. Mm. And um, bam. And um, South Mountain. And uh, anyway, I uh, did what, uh, you know, any 16-year-old boy who uh, starts uh, experimenting with uh, marijuana would do. I went to the library and I bought... (laughs) Uh, or I got no. a book so I could read about marijuana and the pros Niggas and the cons. You know, what kind of nigga does that as a sophomore in high school goes and researches some drugs? And so I got this real dope drug book and I kept this motherfucker for month, months. And I learned all about weed and cocaine and fucking heroin and just all kinds of uppers and downers and stimulants and uh, physical addiction versus mental addiction versus no addiction and so on and so forth. And um, so I learned a lot about a whole bunch of drugs, except that's the reason why you won't hear me talk a lot about meth because I don't know shit like that blew up after i was learning about drugs so that shit is a whole nother monster i don't know nothing about but i say all that to say that i'm a person who believes the war on drugs is a failure there's been studies that during the last 10 fucking years that america has been in afghanistan with this war on drugs fighting all the opium being produced out there that the opium production has actually increased there's more heroin out there since we've been out there so obviously the war on drugs isn't working the same thing with america and ronald reagan we're gonna stop getting this and i'll wear in this country and we did a war on drugs with fucking mexico and there's more drugs in america than there was back then like this shit isn't working and so i bring all that up to say that the world leaders are calling for an end to the war on drugs and they are calling to legalize heroin and cocaine um apparently and this is a uh, shout out to a uh, motherfucking rt they um a panel of top global narcotics experts uh fronted by prominent public figures including coffee anna and richard branson and eight ex oh, national really? presidents yeah, it's strongly urging that drugs be a matter for health professionals, not the police in a new report. Overwhelming evidence points to not just the fact of the drug control regime to attain its uh, stated goals, but also the horrific unintended consequences of punitive and prohibitionist laws and policies. Um, a new and improved global drug control regime is or regime is needed that um, that better products or re- nigga cannot read today better protects the health and safety of individuals and communities around the world, and uh, they're just basically showing and actually i'll share this so you can see this bitch too yo um they're showing how during uh prohibition versus light regulation they're showing the difference in uh the de- uh, degrees of regulation and how just this war on drugs isn't fucking working and uh it goes back to like i said it's just it's more people being put in jail for no fucking reason for shit that they're doing to themselves because once again i bring it back to like i said on the last episode you know that's the reason why i think it should be okay or gay marriage should be legal because the government shouldn't be able to tell you what you can do with your body and um it's just a goddamn mess. That's all I'm saying. The war on drugs is a failure, and motherfuckers are getting paid on both sides, and that's the biggest issue. What I feel would stop, um, or at least limit, or at least precaution, or at least keep people safe when it comes to drugs, is for there to be actual drug education. Just how if you were to explain shit with sex and just and let it be known. I mean, because when we talk about it, it's just more about what they do. Um, but we don't mention the lasting the lasting effects 
um, that let's say for instance sex you know when you finish with someone I mean you kind of have a piece of them you know it's not just about getting rocks off sometimes depending on how invested you are you get you get that much drained um, yeah. if it's not just a nut then it's a fucking heartfelt you know feeling um, same thing with drugs I mean if, if we know how to properly well, what these shits do to us and what, what can happen I mean that's just I don't know I think that, that'd be the best way obviously you'd have to introduce marijuana a certain way to where you gotta you know I don't know if it's best to give examples to its uh, recreational use of it but I mean just yeah. to show I mean we gotta show the good and the bad we gotta educate motherfuckers for them to know what's gonna happen and what they can do and I don't know if that would stop things or fucking I mean. and the thing that I like to just always say is that Drugs and that goes for legal and illegal are similar in my mind to like hammers and different things. They're a tool and it depends on how you use it. And I said the same thing with uh, like marijuana and shrooms and fucking ayahuasca. Yo, I'm still planning on yeah, yeah, fucking but, South that, American. That's, that's, June, what, that's yo. a purification, oh. baby. That's a purification. We oh, but um. Yeah, so just the psychedelics, uh, you get what you put into it. What you put into it, you get back or whatever, and you it, it expands your minds and it, it helps you to explore your own consciousness and shit. And so, um, yeah, it's just it's a lot of shit. And like, and the thing they always say, like, especially when the people, and of course, you know, we got to regulate this and keep an eye on it and don't let it get out of control because, of course, it can anything can become corrupted. And um, but the whole thing goes back to like when people are like, oh, you if you make uh cocaine and and crack legal more people will want to do it um no you could make heroin legal tomorrow i don't want to try that shit like nigga that's not the motherfucking problem the problem is that you are sneaking the drugs in you're helping the drugs get in because i always say you know all these niggas is always getting busted for uh selling uh motherfucking marijuana I don't know any niggas with no planes or no donkeys getting this shit from south of the border, yo. So uh, there's somebody else involved that's helping getting the shit into the fucking states. And it goes back to the Oliver North and the uh, shit with Ronald Reagan and uh, when they were smuggling fucking cocaine in and uh, the real Rick Ross got mixed up in that. Like, it's the government bringing this shit in, yo. It's the CIA and the FBI. It's how these niggas get paid. It's that motherfucking shadow government. But uh, yeah, the war on drugs needs to end because it's not getting us anywhere and niggas need to be able to control themselves and that's the other thing uh with the psychedelics and being able to explore your consciousness if you don't let people face their own reality and explore their own consciousness and all that you are in one way controlling them you're programming them i don't want you to be able to explore your inner consciousness i want you to absorb this shit that i'm giving to you on tv and that's the way that's how you get programmed and a lot of people don't ever step back and look at they bullshit. And it's actually funny. I had a conversation with some people at work, and um, cause I'm um, I'm a I'm a conscious. I'm a nice. I'm a I'm a easy. I'm an approachable person. Let me say that. It's very. I'm very approachable. People could talk to me. And uh, I was having a conversation about something. I was like, I wasn't like this like five years ago. Even though I'm still antisocial, I still don't ever leave my house. But uh, I'm very approachable once, you know, you actually do ever run into me in person. I'm very personable. And uh, they were asking where they came from. I was like, yo, I was like, spent fucking a little over two years working graveyard by myself for six hours out of the day. I was by myself in an office. Get to do a lot of reflecting. <laughs> That's all so I'm saying. When you spend cool. that much time with yourself, you get to know yourself. You get to face a lot of demons, and then you figure shit out, and you're like, "Fucking keep on pushing." So yeah. 
That's it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, I'm medicated you know, <laughs> once again for those who don't know. You see the gloss in my eyes, yo. You see that shit, yo. Uh, that shit, man. man so, that shit, man. So yo, that's how. Yo, that's so how. Tired. That's how real I keeps it, yo. I come to the job like fucking fucked up. Like I will. <laughs> I refuse to miss out on doing the show. So I'm gonna just show up all fucked up and thrashed, you know. So. It's funny. Uh, a Rastafari homie of mine. He had up when he when we blaze before work. I, you know, I'd be all prepared with the mouthwash and the visine or clear eyes, what have you. And I, I'll go to offer and something's like, no. He's like, this is my badge. He's like, I get a, I'm going to rock my badge. And then I'm like, why do you want to get fired? Okay, that's, that's up to you. But <laughs> it, it is about being free, getting to know oneself, man. Because honestly, it, we are our own. I feel like I'm my worst enemy. So I limit yep. myself from, you know, my fullest of abilities and potentials. And that's why, you know, we, we do try to get up on it. And only because you, you have flashed yours. Nigga, this is my study Bible, brother. Oh, we bad this bitch. And, and it's Wait, torn. Who, whose is bigger? Oh, oh. All right. Oh, I think Dang. you got me. You got a little girth on. Look, on look, look how look how turnt that is. I'm fucking them pages, brother. One, one thing I love about this, because even though it's, it's just a English standard version of a study Bible, it has fucking um, commentary and actual translations from Greek, Hebrew, Arabic, and whatever, and Latin. And try just you know what I'm saying? Pick up on it. Da- it's a daily daily thing. I could be an asshole, but that should kinda get me in check a little bit. And you know what I'm saying? Yo. I got the idiots guy for same language, so I'm I'm planning to holler at hoes, you know what I'm saying, who deaf. But um, I'ma hit y'all I'm gonna hit y'all with death. this because you know I I've talked a little Gnostic on here. I'm not gonna read any of the scriptures in here, but uh, I'm gonna hit you with a couple of the books in there. I just want y'all to hear some of the titles of some of these books in here so y'all can know. Well, and the thing always goes back to, and once again, you could believe that this Bible is a legit Bible or not. That's to each own's interpretation. But once again, if you go back to the year 40 AD, if you will, and when you go back to when uh, Christianity actually started taking off as it was first considered a cult, it was they considered it was a bunch of people that got caught up in a cult, and then they deemed it a religion in the fourth century in Rome, and that's where the Roman Catholic Church comes from because that was the first official church, and that church still is fucking fucking stands to this day and the thing is when you go to the council of nicaea you have the government officials constantine and all those people at that time similar to like if it was barack obama right now they got together and they decided which of these books it was all these different gospels out and they were like hey there's all these gospels we're going to take these and figure out which ones are our official doctrine we're going to get rid of the rest of that bullshit and they picked the scriptures that they did and they came up with the one that Popo got. What version is that? Is that King James or what is it? Uh, I mean, what's the basic? I mean, uh, most of them are based off that. Yeah, that's, yeah, all of them are based off of uh, King James, except this Gnostic Bible is uh, the motherfucking scriptures that got left out of that Bible. So actually, if you really want to break it down, you put these two books together. That's the quote unquote word of God. But let me hit y'all with a couple of uh, they got uh, some early wisdom gospels. You got the gospel of Thomas and the gospel of John. That's right. Um, you have uh, the you have the gospel of Judas, which is a very interesting gospel. It's how Jesus and Judas had a conversation and Judas, Judas or Jesus personally told Judas, Judas, I need you to stab me in the back because I need this prophecy to come to light. And I need you to be the one that's going to do this to me. And he tells Judas that you're going to Judas, you're going to have to bear the burden burden of this, but that that is your 
part in this so then that's the reason why Judas came and he kissed him on the cheek it wasn't out of betrayal it was that he did what Jesus had told him to do and that was the lie okay yeah so hey I'm just saying think about it what else you got you got the secret book of John you got the revelation of Adam you got uh, the three you got the three Stellas of Seth you got uh, the fucking sermon of the Zosteranos the gospel of truth the gospel of Philip Fucking the songs of Solomon, the song of Pearl, the book Solomon of Thomas. Was a dude. One of one of my favorite things that that was just the most righteous because you know, he he made the heir from David. Uh, you know, they asked me, you know, what you know, what the one thing that he prayed over to God was for the wisdom to be able to man the people, and mm. for that simple fact, that's why he had made him. That's why the nigga got a nail, fucking Sheba, fucking mm. Sheba Ron. But yeah, I don't know. so wisdom. Anyway, I'm just saying. The bang, reason. Bang. <laughs> and, it's, and, I, and I get so lost to find it was me trying to fucking flex on you but of course you had to show out uh, what I wanted to bring up is the fact that all this in this kooky fucking way is our therapy whether it's our drug to open up our eyes or whether it's the even saying literature to fucking show us history in, in which we should learn from and evolve and continue with because we are a constant fucking organ form and shit is that um we need therapy, yo. You know what I'm saying? It's mm. one way to bring us back another. And it's just like the age or other. And they keep on doing fucking studies. So I don't know how many times that we beat this horse too much. But music being that biggest therapy. It's one of the biggest yeah. things that influence us. That's the reason why I get so mad when I hear rubbish and bullshit. Because it's manipulating the youth. Because we... And a tiger cat and a wounded bat. That's my lifestyle. Oh, God. Like, so, so, so that's just like a song, now. just like a prayer, we're chanting this shit to ourselves. Yo. So depending on what orchestrated that, that's what we're inviting in. Yo, I'm calling conspiracy. If fucking Young Thug and Bobby Schmurda ever go on tour together, yo, hide your wife, hide your kids. Hide your going, own self. Come with the goddamn Hide yourself, bro. yo. Think about yourself for once and hide yourself because it's going to be a whole bunch of ignorance and cock sucking because you know they're going to be sucking on one another's cocks because if that bitch pussy if she can't get them hard that pussy don't work uh, so he needs work. his homie to blow him and you know you know do the home do the home you know how niggas get i'm just saying so That's bobby Schmurda is a motherfucking witch voodoo dancer he's going around doing the voodoo dance the schmurder dance you know getting all these kids to shoot each other then you got motherfucking young thug with the zippy zap zap we don't know what he's saying the nigga is saying voodoo spells yeah. and niggas is singing this shit and you put them two niggas together man the world is falling apart i don't know what you're yo um, there's gonna be another but, word for straight and it's gonna be similar to the fashion of fag and people are gonna start calling each other straight, and, but it, but in a fag in a derogatory sort of way. way. Yes, it will be like, oh nigga, you don't suck no dick, nigga. What's wrong with you? You ain't What's no real nigga. You? you don't be sucking no huh. dick, nigga. Ah, I'm scared for the world, y'all. Jesus, hurry the fuck up and get down and get us the fuck out of here. I'm now, trying, I'm, how many signs do I got to fucking? Now there is hope. Is there is hope? And this goes back to our conversation we just had having the debate. That age-old debate of is there life after death? Because that's where a lot of this religion and these spiritual beliefs and these thoughts and all that, it all comes to death. Man wonders after you die, what the fuck happens? And what is interesting, because I've read this before, and I've read this plenty of times, and people consider this fringe and people consider this pseudoscience, but corporate science, I guess if you want to call it that, may have proven it too. 
um, we might be getting closer to realize that there is life after death because scientists are gathering out of body evidence in the largest ever study. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It seems as it seems that science, another study. So you know it's legit, yo. We yeah. gets down with the studies over here. Hashtag IBHM pod or no IBHM study, right. yo. We believe Hashtag that shit. for realsies. For realsies, yo. Fucking, it seems that scientists have finally offered evidence that consciousness after death really could exist as the largest ever study into the issue showed that patients could recall intricate details despite being officially declared clinically dead. Researchers based at the UK's University of Southampton who were involved in the AWARE, which is awareness during a resuscitation study, published in the journal resuscitation claims that almost 40 percent of people who survived clinical death described some kind of awareness during the time before their hearts were restarted the study led by dr sam uh, perena from the state university of new york at stony brook spanned four years and involved 15 hospitals in the u.s uk and austria and more than 2,000 cases of cardiac arrest with a high proportion of patients were eliminated or while a high proportion of patients were eliminated from the study on account of death <laughs> so some of these motherfuckers died uh fatigue or leaving a stage two interview incomplete two very specific cases stand out in the study enough to throw debate or doubt on the fact that all consciousness completely ceases upon declaration of death so this uh one study or this one uh account says i was up there looking down at me the nurse and another man who had a bald head i couldn't see his face but i could see the back of his body he was quite a chunky fella he had blue scrubs on and he had a blue hat but I could tell he didn't have any hair because of where his hat was one cardiac arrest patient recalled the postscript in the study notes that medical record review confirmed that the medical team present during the cardiac arrest and the role the identified man played in responding to the cardiac arrest so this one dude was dead and he described what he saw there and they did the study at the same time that he was proved clinically dead and oh yep that guy was there then the second but they're claiming it's all be it unverified regulation states that at the beginning i think i heard the nurse say dial 444 cardiac arrest and um so anyway there's a whole bunch of studies like this and there was another dude back in the day i forgot his name but he wrote a book called like fringeology and he talked about that there's a lot of studies of this of people who they go they flatline and they tell these stories of things that they heard or they saw and then it turns out that's what happened so that would that prove that life after death does exist even if for a certain amount of time because you die but you're still aware of what's going on sounds like purgatory to me man see in my belief and see this is where our this is our where our ideologies uh, 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 bump disagree. What, what would it be? Do, do, I don't know. This is the Gnostic view versus the the uh, Orthodox view right here in fashion. Because I personally, as a Gnostic, believe we're in purgatory now. I feel you, but bang bang. Oh, but, but bang, see, but bang. The, thing, the, the thing about this purgatory though is the fact that we at least have, and mind you, we don't have complete control. But we're at least forming, and, and even though we're in this prison thing, I don't know. There's, we have physical force in this. As to where in the spiritual realm, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if we're in a fucking blank room. I don't know if it's if this is a thing, or we're just fucking waiting it out. 
See, I mean, and I, I asked the question, what if we are in purgatory now? Because what if purgatory is us being stuck in our bodies? And what if when you die, just your consciousness consciousness lives on, but this solid state that we have here, all this shit still exists. And so your consciousness just lives on. That might be where ghosts come from. And mm-hmm. um, I told the ghost story on here, right? I can't remember. At that apartment? Viewers chime in. Uh I, fucking, I can't remember. So I'm gonna tell really it again. Can't. If not, it's All a wonderful, right, why not? It's a wonderful story. It. And you know, people always hear this for the first time. So, um, I'm a person who grew up, and I never believed in ghosts. I thought ghosts—that's the silliest shit ever. Like, whatever. Like, that's some fucking horror story, fucking childhood goosebumps type shit. <clears throat> now, I still don't know where I stand with ghosts. But I know for certain that I lived somewhere that had a ghost. And I think I have viable evidence that it was a motherfucking ghost. Um, moved into this place. And actually, I'll give the apartment complex because I don't live there anymore. Um, I stayed over off of um, Tyrene and Baseline in Tempe at motherfucking Sun River Apartments. And it was um, um, one of the complexes back in the back. It was a three-bedroom one. We're up on the second story. And back in the back, it had a balcony. And the balcony connected between the upstairs um, apartment and the one next door. And then it also had these stairs where you can go downstairs and you can go to where, like, the laundry room is. It had, like, a pop machine there or whatever. So, me, this chick I was talking to at the time, uh, my cousin and uh, one of my homeboys, we all move into this place. We split rent four ways or whatever we live in there so first night we're in i see this woman and i only see her from the back as she's walking past but she looks maybe like she's black she got like a white tank top on and uh, she had like her hair back in a ponytail i see her walk away and i think to myself oh that must be the chick uh that lives next door she probably heard noises like oh did somebody move over there and peek because you know our balconies are connected so you know peeked in the window to see so whatever so that happened so time progress um living there for six seven eight months like we've been there for a long time and after a while it gets to the point where um every so often we i i I see this woman i'm like god damn this bitch is nosy yo like every time you're in the kitchen (laughs) you just could sense somebody looking at you and you look back and it'd be that woman walking away and she always had her hair did the same way and so um so I forgot I wanted to say it was like felt like six seven months but it might have been two three months but however long it, this was going on uh, then one day uh, my cousin is like yo he was like did you uh, meet the new neighbors and um, I was like cool and he was like the new neighbors next door and I was like oh that woman moved out and he was like what woman he was like no one's lived there that whole time we've been living here I was like, what the fuck? And then, so, then uh, the chick that was staying with us uh, eventually somehow came up between me and uh, her. Oh, yeah. She was going in the kitchen one night to do something and asked me to come in the kitchen, too. And I'm like, I was being lazy, didn't feel like it. And then uh, she didn't want to go into the kitchen by herself. I'm like, what the fuck is up? And she was like, I keep seeing some woman walking past the window every time I'm in the kitchen. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, and remind you, I'm a person who doesn't believe in ghosts. So I never thought this was a ghost. I thought this was a woman that lived next door. But then I found out no one lived there. And then so then I asked her, like, how does this woman look? And she described the same thing. The first time she saw her, the woman had like a muscle shirt on. She had her hair in a ponytail. And I only see her from behind. 
like, what the fuck is going on? So then we get to around the holiday season. And by now we've been through like, I think over the course of the entire year that we lived there, like 20 different people lived with us. This is back in 2021. You know how it is, nigga. Yeah. Oh, you need a place to stay, nigga. Oh man, what you got on the rent? You got, you got 50, yo, you can stay here for like two days, yo. You got 20, yo, you can stay tonight for 20, yo. You know how niggas be trying to, we be trying to survive, yo. But, um. This other cat ended up living with us, and uh, one time we uh, went out somewhere, and we was uh, hanging out, waiting to do something. It was during the holidays, and um, never had this conversation with this cat, and um, he was like, yo, he's like, he's like, yo, we got a ghost at that house, and like, I, my eyes perked up, and I looked at the chick, and you know, I looked at him, and I'm like, what is you, what are you talking about? He's like, yo, he's like, and he had only been staying with us for like a month, and he's like, yo, every time I'm in the kitchen, he was like, it feel like somebody's staring at me, like there's something on that balcony. Somebody's watching me. And it's crazy, because once again, and this is, and I wouldn't lie to you folks, I never talked to anybody about this, but everyone who experienced this and the one cousin who had told me that no one ever lived over there he also never experienced any of this he never saw anything never thought anything was funny but it was interesting because i'm a quote-unquote spiritual person the chick that i was talking to was quote-unquote spiritual and the other guy that i was talking uh talking about was um i wouldn't say spiritual but he was definitely a tortured soul so we had more uh spiritual and higher beliefs if you will and so it was just it was interesting so does that prove ghosts exist no i'm the only person on this fucking presentation who experienced this but it made me believe that there was definitely at least a ghost in that scenario now do i believe them stupid ass fucking shows that come on cable no but that shit that was a motherfucking ghost one thing one one thing i will fucking say because i know can you hear me yeah yep Alright, um, I've definitely have experienced that way too fucking often, and the most trippiest thing about it is the fact that, and it sounds so corny, because it makes you think like, you know, like how when you see those fucking movies and they fucking say, you know, by the, by the, the power of Christ compels you, but I kid you not, man, this, this is, this is what furthers my crazy kooky beliefs in Christianity, because honestly... Unless it's just the power of giving it attention and it's all within ourselves. Yeah. When I pray that, man, I kid you not, these motherfuckers will dip. And there's been plenty of times. It's so funny you mentioned the kitchen thing because just early I was at my, my nana's and I, saw, and I saw it was like a dude shadow, like a shadowy figure. I couldn't really tell yeah. how he was. But one of those things we just had to fucking pray it away, you know what I'm saying? Or say, you know, rebuke any demons or, or just not to have any spirits that, that, that you know, that aren't of goodness. Because honestly, there could be good spirits, I would hope. And if that's the case, well, then all the more power to them, you, you know, needing somewhere to, to feel warmth. Mm. But, you know what I'm saying? Just do it. You can. Ah, we have the power to get rid of that shit. Honestly, yes, believe sir. that we do. So, yes, sir. That's what kind of gets so, my little thing. And my whole thing at the end of the day, like, I think it's silly. And I'd say this to any and everybody that anything that you believe in, it's silly for you to believe that it can't be um, proven to be untrue at some point because there is nothing that we know everything about like i always say that we as humans seem to be so excited and there's reason to be but we get so excited about oh we've done this and we've done that and we know this and we know that me personally and maybe it's just me being um fucking um a skeptic or me being um the fuck is the word i can't think of the word but um 
me just being a negative individual yeah. looking at it from a logical point of view instead of looking at it from a falsified butterflies and rainbows and unicorns um i just say that we it's so much shit that we don't know like i always like bring that up like we only tap into 10 percent of our brain we don't know how to get into the other 90 percent we've only seen three percent of the ocean's floor like it's 97 percent of the ocean's floor is too deep and dark and it's too much pressure for us to get that deep to know what the fuck is down there fucking uh dna we only know what like four percent of our dna does the other 97 percent is ghost dna like we it's so much shit that we don't know so that's why it always kills me when somebody says oh no you're wrong about that because it's like that well we don't know mm-hmm. motherfucker we don't know i don't know shit yo all i know is i'm arizona verse and i know mm. it's about that time i was about to say man all this with all all the troubles of the world and of the spirit there's one thing that kind of brings me back and i thank the good lord or whatever part of the universe that created this oh bitches oh and as i, as I call them breezies as, personally as breezies, i call, well, I call them breezies but to each his own it's just like budweiser a bud light to each mm-hmm. his own it's your flavor it's your flavor yeah Pat's we, we talking about the same thing but uh you're talking about the same thing that goodness that good good that lord i thank you so much i want to sacrifice one or two what time is it y'all Verse. it's time it's, for ooh, dedication, dedication. And real quick, I got a, I got an interesting story as we start uh, dedications, and this okay. is how this is how deep my crush go. Like I crush deep, hard, and sporadically. Like I mm. fall in love in an instance, and oh, I yeah. fall out of love in an instance, and that's yeah, not to uh, to 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 worry skips or whatever. You know, I got I I did the commitment. You see that that yeah. that ring, bling bling, yeah, yo, right. uh. <laughs> Uh, but my crushes are on a whole nother level and I crush freely and openly and all the time and it's funny because I have a, a customer who uh, I won't say but someone I, I, I deal with at work and they're um, a uh, individual who needs a lot of attention if you will over the phone of course this is completely over the phone that I'm helping this uh, this chick and it's funny because uh, she's been uh, known to be my joke as my my work girlfriend because I, I have to deal wifey. with her in my in my uh, you know managing of um, accounts and different things that I do or whatever. I have to interact with this person a lot. And it's funny because, like I said, my joke is that you know I talk to this person so often that they become my work girlfriend. And um, fucking on Friday, uh, I talk to her. You know, like I do every day. You know, on some accounts and some stuff. And uh, she was like, uh, I got on the phone. I you know said her name, and she was like, oh, and she was like, is this so and so? And I was like, yeah. And then she was like, oh, she was like, you sound different. Are you sick? I was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. you just melted my heart. You you heard it in my voice that I'm not feeling good. Oh my god, that just. I, I if if I didn't you know wasn't openly vocal about you know my my work on the job because you know I've tried to separate the 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 podcaster Arizona verse with the with the man that goes to work these are two different people these is jokes it's jokes and yeah. jokes and jokes but uh that's a secret dedication she'll never go on the on the wall but shots oh, out to yeah. you so uh yeah really fast really <laughs> fast if we're throwing out secrets uh, oh and, secret and, dedication and, too yeah secret dedication and, and and I have a I, I love her legitly 
Um, oh, she she done she done knitted fucking she done bless your ball with beanies with for warmth so I can carry the bitch on me at all times. Oh. But also one of the things that that really that makes my heart melt. One of the times when we, when we was uh, working together, we had different schedules now. Uh, but at lunch, I'd get shit caught up in my beard and like the true weirdita that she is, just melting hearts. Fucking, she'll clean my shit like just like that like a good little kitty. Oh, and uh, oh. just just touch me. <laughs> Let's sacrifice some hoes, shall we? Now, over to the real dedications. Um, I got one dedication this week. And um, I also have a funny story how I came across this dedication. Um, you know, uh, your boy Unplugged from live TV. And um, I rocks with the uh, Roku. And the Roku, for those who don't know, you have apps on there. So I got my uh, Netflix on there. I got my Hulu on there. I got YouTube on there, which new YouTube has become my new TV. When I want to sit down and just watch what's on the boob tube and just kind of have something just playing in the background, I hop on YouTube. I hop on my subscriptions. I hit play, and I just let them bitches play through. But um, we also got this uh, PBS Kids app. And um, uh, Kai, who's mastered the Roku, he knows how to <laughs> find what he's looking for. He knows how to find a show. He knows how to rewind it, start it over. Like, this kid is scaring me. He's, he's, he's growing at a very accelerated pace. So The, um, the plan is to make kids self-sufficient so you can make your job easier. Make it easier, but scaring me how quick he's picking up on everything is just, it's scary. But anyway, um, he was watching some PBS thing and I saw these little 30-second clips of um, people singing different songs and it being a application. Applications get paid off of advertisements. And so, uh, like, every two or three of these things a commercial comes on so literally every like two minutes a commercial comes on and the main commercial they keep playing is this many sides of me contour from cots and for those who don't know what video i'm talking about but who are enjoying this live experience of this show i got it up on the screen now have you ever seen this commercial run his back um, where she with each so she's she's showing her contour and then oh, she shit. also pops up and she's Elvira and then she's this uh, madame and and they're saying uh, the different mini sides of contour you, how you can have these different programs and then she pops up as the chick from Avatar Ooh. and so anyway she's a cute little hottie oh yeah she's also the zombie the chick zombie. on their she's brains but uh, anyway she's a little cutie uh, patootie and um like I said, well, uh, Kai, we were watching PBS. I'll let him watch the PBS joint on hours on ends because they're teaching uh, numbers and colors and all kinds of stuff. And he, the boy is uh, three and a half and he could damn near count up to 20. And uh, he knows all his colors and his shapes. The Oh, the little nigga hit me with some shit the other day. And yes, I did call my little young boy <laughs> that little nigga because it tripped me out. It caught me off guard. So he playing with his pillows and he lined his pillows up like a triangle and he like he want to quiz me and so he like daddy he like what shape is that and I'm like that's a triangle and then he was like I want to make a hexagon boy Ooh. boy do do I have to hop on Google because I had to think how many sides is, is that, that five is that or six it was six <laughs> yo I can't be having this three year old testing me already I don't oh, know shit, the answers to these questions 
Oh damn! So he's shout like, out he's to like, daddy. He's like daddy. I didn't learn that shit about a week ago. Oh, learn that shit about a week ago. Week ago. <laughs> Yo, but uh, shout out to PBS and uh, and um, Sesame Street. And of course, you know we uh, read to them and all that. We are very vocal. And I talk to him. And that's one thing I always say. Like people, when you have a kid, like it's cute to, to have a kid and talk to Goo Goo Guy and all that for a while. Talk to them like adults as soon as you can that develops their brain a lot quicker than talking to them like a baby the more you talk to them like an adult the more they're going to try to repeat your language pattern and they're going to learn that's why kai pick up every damn word that's why that's why my fucking podcast game is so weak now because i can only listen to pg stuff inside the car i can't listen to nothing in the car (laughs) when i got the boys yo they gonna end up quizzing you about fucking vintage vagina and shit. Oh, but what is some vintage again, vagina? Once again, but, um, let's bring it back. And what's up with some, this cutie little dedication crush of yours? What's up? Who is some it? some vagina that isn't? Um, well, I won't even go there because this seems like a sweet girl. But uh, hop over here. Some uh, non-vintage vagina. My dedication goes to Chris Angelus. Angel, is that how you pronounce that? Probably, probably Angelis. Angelis. Um, it's the chick from that contour commercial because that commercial came on so many times. Okay. I was now like, I understand why you brought her up. Okay. I was like, yo, who is this woman in this contour? I literally Googled who is the woman in the contour commercials. And I came to this website. This chick is also a singer, yo. And she has a new album call, out called The Left uh, uh, Atrium. And um, she has uh, some songs if you join her mailing list. Uh, she has a song called Sing You to Sleep. It's a free and release track. You can follow her on Instagram. Fucking uh, her albums, her stuff is on YouTube. She's on Facebook. I uh, added her music page over here on Facebook, Chris Angelus uh, Music. And she got some uh, acoustic shit. Oh, wait, close that. Um, she got some acoustic shit. And um, so, yeah, she dope, yo. And so I'm rocking with her. And so this is my motherfucking de- dedication right here. And actually, let me throw in the Instagram so y'all can see this lovely, lovely uh, Werita. As you now, but I was going to say, that's all I was going to say. Werita. And it, yo, it's crazy, too. Well, I ain't going to put her business out. I'm not going to click on the picture. But this is her twin sister. And her twin sister got married, yo. So shouts out to that. But, um... Oh, here we go. Here go her eyes, yo. Look at her eyes, yo. She look, that bitch looks crazy. Yo, that's how I she like him, yo. She looks fucking crazy. That's how I like him, yo. I'm trying to... She got all... Oh, okay. I'm trying to get a picture with her in there. But, uh, oh, yeah. She do got the crazy eyes. She's Maybe that's crazy. why I'm into her. She got I the crazy eyes. Crazy I didn't even eyes, notice yo, it. Yo. Maybe that's why I'm in love, because she's crazy, yo. I got a thing for train rats. That's why. Oh. Oh. Mm, twin sister just as good as the original. Mm. See, and I don't know if that's her or her sister. I'm so confused. But anyway, that's my. Oh, hold on. What is this, yo? What, what else we got? No. Oh, no. Oh! She's all. She's all. She, yeah. So. It, it's, it's not, it's, there's no padunk in it, but I'll be damned if I wouldn't lick the frosting off the cake. Oh! You know what I'm saying? All right. Dedication. Now, Popo dedication. approved. Popo yes. approved. More than definitely. And I'm hoping that you would dig mine. Um, she's that, that, that would dick yours. What, huh? <laughs> I wouldn't mind sharing here. Why not? Um, I first it ain't seen no her. fun. Oh, if the homies can't, can't have it, no. you know, I, I recently got myself on a Butch Cassidy kick, even though I know that was more innate. Like, Butch Cassidy was, was totally slept on. Mm. I forgot what I think it was on a song called G'd Up, where he's just like, I stay gangstered up, and then, anyways, oh, but um. 
this week that I, I first seen her on Bates Motel. She played the little dorky friend. Uh, she recently, what makes her relevant, is she was on that that Ouija movie that I think just came out a few days ago. Okay. Her name is Olivia Cook with the E at the end. If you can look her up, Olivia O L I V I A Cook. Oh wait, hold up. O K E. Hold up. Hold up. Then, oh no, no, I'm thinking somebody else. Yeah. The, uh, Ah, shit, Olivia Wilde. Oh, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah, we we have to have that bitch on the wall, I'm pretty sure, already. No, uh, we don't, so we'll throw her on there, too. Just for the hell of it? No. Well, why not? I don't know. I I laugh when I think of her name. I, for some reason, make it synonymous when I hear... um, uh, Childish Gambino mentioned oh. about you want to see my girl that uh, check Maxim and yeah. I think he, he, he brings up Olivia Munn on that shit and I think he even had her in a video I don't remember it all but uh, Olivia Yo, Cook this one she's just just I don't know really she's, she's a she, she, and she's very close to my birthday her birthday is December 27th but this bitch is from 93 and she just she just she's just cute man and i don't know and I, I i've been very against scary movies or horror movies if you want to call them <laughs> uh but you know we, it's that time of the year you know what i'm saying motherfuckers want to be scared to death and uh i don't know why bitches like scary movies but yeah, you know what yeah i don't dude. fuck with and, and also you know the reason to what why it's also relevant is just because you talk about spirits and honestly man we summon these shit sometimes they're just roaming a lot of times motherfuckers are opening the door wide open you know what i'm saying busting yeah. wide open Yo, yeah. and uh, even though it isn't, are we not going to show more pictures of my Olivia Cook? I oh, mean, my not... bad, my bad. No, no, going... no, no. We're done. We're done with it. We're done. <laughs> I was going to say, we'll also since I got them confused, this will be a shared dedication. We're going to throw motherfucking Olivia Wilde on the on the mm-hmm. board, and the reason why I'm throwing her on there is because she was in one of my favorite movies. Which this movie I love so much because actually for people who don't know I don't show it off too much but I got like eleven tattoos like I'm a tattoo guy I haven't had a new one in like ten years but when I get my income tats when a nigga get his income tats I'm gonna get this stunting now I'm I'm gonna get a tattoo my nigga but uh, shouts out to her and um, she was in one of my favorite movies ever which I have to bring up real quick even though it's old which one which one in time. Can't even remember them. With Justin Timberlake, with the whole oh, joint, shit, with the time was, was on the arm, was. yo. Yeah, yeah and the rich got to live is... forever, and the poor that was yo yo yeah. yo wealth was how many years you had on your arm, yo. That yeah. movie fucked me up because my favorite line on there, and it's true to even the world today, and that's the reason why it's relevant, is that on that movie when. Um, who the fuck? Uh, Justin Timberlake met up with the guy who was like stealing all this money because he was uh, doing the inflation and all that. He was stealing a whole bunch of time and keeping it in a vault. Spoiler alert. And, um, but, uh, it was, uh, fucked up because, um, the guy was like, for few to be wealthy, many must be poor. And that's exactly what's wrong with the world today. And that's the problem, the reason why we're in this fucking oligarchy. And you know, I'm going to keep bringing that up because I learned that word the day of that show. So, <laughs> oligarchy, get used to it. But um, that's what's going on in the world today. You have the wealth is being distributed unfairly because the rich are trying to stay rich because they don't want to be normal. But we just trying to survive, yo. I just want to live. Oh! Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, Your boy's going off that motherfucking day quill. Oh, oh, motherfucking man. medical. Oh, feeling man. great. Feeling good. How are you? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yo, yo we, we need an outro song, too, yo. 
We don't ever we we never had this conversation on the show. So fuck it, let's have this conversation on the show. Um, I don't know if you've been listening. Well, and I, and I mentioned I wanted to bring up his album last show, The Game. Recently, The Game and Ti. Oh, I forgot. Motherfuckers have a show, a uh, new album out. But I actually got to listen to uh, The Game's album, and just like he's been, he's a chameleon, man. I really don't know who he is exactly, but he shows you all his sides. I don't you think The Game knows fur. who he is. He he don't. And honestly, and I blame this shit for being under a powerhouse like 50. I mean, you just, you don't know what the fuck you is. And you, you know what I'm saying? Anyways, because he was kind of bred a certain way too, where he was signed with uh, with Dre long before 50 even came out. Mm. And, but he's been shelled. I know so he I was a know. ghost writer on that. A lot of people don't know that. But yeah, he was a ghost writer for a long time before um, they actually put him on G-Unit. And that's actually the 50s supposed story is that they, they hired the game to, of course help Dre work on detox because for those who don't know Dre don't write his own rhymes mm-hmm. and um it's also where Bishop Lamont and Stat Quo and yeah. a whole bunch of other cats like that they came in to help Dre on detox but then detox doesn't come out then he drops these niggas and so the game was part of that batch that was getting ready to get dropped but then 50 was like no let me do something with them and 50 was like let me bring them in a G unit and then he got on G unit and the nigga blew up and the nigga's bipolar and so that doesn't help so I, I more or less thought that fucking that game came on to because Dre's like I really want to push him help him I mean obviously it was a mutual thing but I thought I mean yeah was it's taking just, the burn I don't that's know I guess the story. It, it's, that's that's a debate that's a yeah. debate I see but uh but yeah outro I, song I, yeah I was and you know and I, my whole my whole thing was to fucking oh. bring up the thing and I bring up Snapchat and I'm getting stuck what happened I hit you with this I got three three cats i've been sleeping on now i want to shout out shouts out to google play i finally did the like i said the all access like a month ago google you got my money you 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 basically got my soul like google's my shit yo oh oh google's my shit but um yo google play i'll be fucking with my uh, creating my own radios and um it's more it's feels more custom like i could customize it more than pandora so i have a uh, more freedom and um i've been doing this uh, new school one where i have this new school of like all the cats i fuck with kendrick childish uh fucking asap rocky fucking yellow wolf big crit um yeah. shots out to you know just all the new school cats that are doing it and then i turn that into a radio station and then throws a whole bunch of other batch of new school cats that like i've heard their name or you know whatever so, it's called new school niggers here these the leaders of the new school yo and so shouts out to two cats that uh we brought up on this show i'm pretty sure before but uh i wasn't really checking for them but through google play i'm fucking with them heavy and that is one motherfucking isaiah rashad that nigga that motherfucking sylvia demo yo and we talked about it before we went on air i was confused because i thought he was a west coast cat so the first time i listened to yeah the first time i listened to a couple of the tracks on the album i was like why does this nigga sound like this but then once i found out the nigga was from the south okay i go into it with a different ear and i'm like okay i'm feeling that shit so that sylvia demo especially the shot you down what i haven't even heard the new album i've been been stuck on i've been stuck on the last album was the one where, where it had a menthols it was it was early mix and that's why I didn't even know my my cousin just didn't really told me that shit just came out or it's been out for a while so yeah yeah no I've I, I've been I've been I've been sleeping on it too so uh, sorry, is he ever shot who else and then number two who's been coming in my motherfucking rotation 
Joey Badass show. Yeah, man, he's he's bringing New York back to its roots with still being young. If, if that nigga ain't Nas in '94 right now, yeah, like Nas that's exactly in '94, what is. That's, that's what his flow is. That's exactly what that kid is. He is Nas in '94. And yo, I'm listening to this nigga, and this nigga got wordplay in his rhymes. But yo, he hit some motherfucking knowledge, yo. This nigga was like, uh, he was like, and I don't drink much because I know the bud's wiser. Oh, nigga. Yo. Yo. Oh. Shouts out to him, yo. That kid is killing it, yo. And then three, uh, we talk about Chance, the rapper, a lot. And, you know, we're both fans of Chance. Yo, I didn't know that nigga dropped a mixtape this year called Toxic. Wow, I didn't know that Fire! shit either. I've been, I've, been I te- guess... I've, I've been teething off of acid rap for the fucking I don't know how many years. Oh, this though, yo, this Toxic shit is crazy, yo. Cause um, let me see if I could bring it up. Cause yeah, cause it just it was coming up in rotation. I'm like, yo, what is these chant songs I ain't never heard? And um. And then yeah, they kept popping up, and they're called. It's on some project called. Um, oh wait, Chance the Rapper. It's uh, on some project called Toxic. It came out this year, and of course he got a, 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 a record that I'm uh, loving with my motherfucking stand, my man Crush Childish Gambino. Oh no shit! But okay. uh, motherfucking, where's this bitch at so I can bring it up? Oh here we go. Yeah, it's called Toxic, and I put that synonymous with this song that I heard from Danny. You Brown. see this joint right here. Yeah, and that's what I thought. But no, yeah, so it's an actual album, and it has 11 songs on there, including uh, Acid Rain, Chain Smoker, Smoke oh, Again. Smoker. So this is where Smoke Again and Juice and Favorite Song came from. Those three singles, ah. they came from this project. So yeah, shit is fire. So shouts out, wow. shouts out to Chance the Rapper, you know, mm. there's this line. I know me. <laughs> I know me. <laughs> that nigga be, yo, his, I, I, I like when he least, said faggot, I like when he said faggot slapper. At least his untangible shit is at, at least comical. Fuck Young Thug. I don't, that ah, shit, shit is annoying. Yeah. The Chance the Rapper shit is fun. It's so fun. Mm. Shouts out to Chance, yo. So, yes, sir. Fuck so, it, um, I, I will want to say, though, if we can, uh, and we'll peep out once the show's done, but the one song I think would be good from the game uh, is it's called oh, Food for My Stomach. Food What's the name of the stomach. album? Uh, I think it's called Blood Moon, You're the Wolf. But. The song fuck that nigga for stealing my, fuck that nigga for stealing my spiritual animal, the wolf. <laughs> food, food for my stomach, yo. Uh, can I play it? Yeah, play that bitch, yo. I don't think you can hear it. Oh, one, two. Come on and play, goddamn. Oh, that is the name of it. Blood Moon, Year of the Wolf. He gets really auto tuned on, on, on. See, niggas is killing it with that auto tune bullshit. But you know, everybody wants to. We want that future young thug. It's back. It just you gotta, you gotta figure. You gotta. I don't know. Yeah, that shit ain't gonna die. Fucking okay, Oh. Well, no, no. I'm gonna hit you with some shit, yo. If you playing this shit, if we doing this bitch like this. You gonna play? Well, no, I'm gonna hit you with this now. Let me know when to stop. All right, right here. 
hear that bitch? Yeah. Uh, I, I can see Bean Blaze. Oh. Bringing me back. Back it up a little bit, back it up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I take a drag of the square. I feel anxious, bit dangerous. It's a verbal appearance. It's reflecting my perspective. Goggling fear. Role model so hollow. Shadow adolescence in the gaggle of them bitches. Road to the riches, still paved with the ditches. Get caught up in the hype. Your career is for it. Oh, he's just getting started. He's just getting started. I think we should hit the people with that, man. Ah, well, then one more thing, just because oh, well, well, it, it has, well, has there's one, there's one more thing that I, I got to show. It's the I, battle I want, of the beats, battle of the beats, son. Um, and and I hate the guy who's featured on here. I like I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. Um, but he's on, uh, and I don't have too many songs, so I don't know why the fuck I can't find it. It's all, it was off the Jeezy album, and uh, fucking. I don't know if I should. Can you hear it? Yeah. And I don't, you probably hear his voice at the very beginning. If not, I don't know if you can hear it. The chorus, though. The chorus where it goes down. Verses ain't worth shit, but. Fucking, What's the name of it? It's called Seen It All, and I want you to, and I want you to say who's featured on it. But it's called Seen It All. Type it in, and I want you to see who's featured on it. You wouldn't show me the name. Type in, type in Jeezy, Seen It All, and I want you to tell me who's featured on it. Well, maybe I can forward this. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is not bringing up, man. Oh, here we go. Oh. Who's that? Oh, I think we got the outro song. Yeah, I think we have the outro song. So, on that note, <laughs> once right. again, our email is ibhmpodcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, any of that fuckery uh, goes over there. And uh, questions, and uh, I think I just had a brain fart. But you can also find us <laughs> you on holler. the web at I'm I'm yo I'm doped up yo. Uh, you can find us on the web at the following sites: Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, Podomatic. Just add IBHM Podcast on an appropriate spot. Subscribe to the motherfucking show and get the real deal, holy field, yo, on Stitcher, iTunes, and Podomatic. Just search I'm Black, He's Mexican, and also anytime you guys are on there, hit us with some five star reviews. Um, so we can keep moving up the charts and keep hitting people with all this uh, um, this uh, conscious uh, ratchetness, uh, ratchetness that we we hit y'all with. So uh, yeah, and uh, if you niggas is too lazy to do any of that, follow us and hit us up and visit mm. com and find each and every link over there. Videos, photo galleries, selfies, all kinds of shit. Um, we get to it in yo. So. Yes, sir. We do. So, once again, uh, 
I'm black. He's Mexican. I'm and if you didn't like this podcast, Popo, what might they be? I mean, you definitely your first time attention getting. Here's my number. Maybe some head. Oh no! How about we do some uh, lynching and hanging instead, and maybe some prayer, uh, prayer after mass. Ass racist. Oh, that's what, that's what, that's what you is. The fuck you is. That's what you uh, is. Mm-hmm. I don't want your goddamn lettuce. <laughs> no Until next that time. Shit. Ain't no man. No. I want no mayonnaise on that shit. Mm. Until next time. Uh, peace, <gasps> love, and hair grease. Yeah. Oh, that's a black thing. Uh, I didn't even say chicken grease, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shit, oh, that's a black thing. Whoa. Um, goodbye. Drip, drip. That's so racist. I said, you already know, nigga, you don't got a flow. Before rap, you don't really got dough. Before rap, you don't really see snow. In the kitchen, about to make some magic. Then blow it all in magic. Pull up in my partner in traffic. Gave it to him, it was all in plastic. All I know, I ain't trying to go to jail. Heard that shit, close thing to hell. When the step don't make it hard to sell. When you been where I been, make it hard to fail. Cause I'm the realest nigga in this. Y'all know if you're a nigga here, magic in that 645. Now they say just a nigga stand new shit, but everybody back back, cause that nigga can't drive. Doors open up, I emerge with 10 chains. Even back then, it was calling me 10 chains. Ask me what I spend, I tell them it's no thing. If I had it added up, it'd cost me like 10 things. We used to take a little show money, just throw money. If it's on the flow, nigga, it's the flow money. If you brought it out the blow, when you got it from the blow, then that's why the fuck they call the shit blow money. Still a realest nigga in this. Y'all know it. Kept it 100 to the day I came through. My nigga hit me up, say he going out of town. So I threw him for the thousand, told him to bring me back too. Not only have my fingers crossed, I prayed. Call us little piece up, got laid. Then he walked in, threw him both on the table, said, fuck that shit, young nigga, get paid. Then I whipped the Benzo on Lorenzo. Stay down, nigga, you don't fuck a ten toes. Posted me in this big pretty motherfucker, better leave the parking lot with a bunch. What you know about coming through the hundreds, twenties, in the fifties, spend the tens, in the fives, in the mall. Yeah. I see it all. Twenty twenty Pyrex vision, catching contacts, standing next to my kitchen, hitting twenty fifty hundreds, the money machine clicking in my rolly game, ticking I ball. I see it all. Uncle died on the spot. Pop killed the family with heroin shots. Real shit. Real shit. Gave my life to the block. Figure I'd get shot, at least I die on top. Real shit. Real shit. I came alive in the drop. Big body, all white shit. Look like a yacht. Real uh. shit. I got a five when the pop. Had a plug in St. Thomas on a trillion watts. Real uh. shit. Uh. Uh. Flew back to the States. Park 92 bricks in front of 560 State. Now the next is stone throw from where I used to throw bricks. So it's only right. I'm still tossing round nicks. Uh. Uh. Probably bought your auntie a couple bags. I probably front your uncle a couple halves. Was in the S class, you was just in class. You knew I was finna blow like a meth flag. Stranded the operation out Maryland. Me and Emory Jones in the caravan. Took the show on the road out in VA. Dropped a couple off with Roller in the PA. Plug got shot, we start slowing up. Took a trip down there to see how he was holding up. The war's on now, he got shot again. This time he was going for good, then we got it in. Emory got knocked, we was down 10. The whole team, hot wars closing in. Niggas can't tell me shit about this dope gang, about this cocaine, man, I done seen it all. Yeah, stack seven feet tall, swear it looks white like a wall. What you know about thumbing through the hundreds, twenties, in the fifties, spin the tens, in the fives, in the mall. I done seen it all. 2020 Pyrex vision, catch a contact, standing next to my kitchen, hit a 20, 50, 
Mr. Money Machine, clicking in my rolly game, ticking I bow. How to see it all?